Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cole. I, I'm here, and you get to watch the podcast, but it's a little outdated, so uh, don't worry when we say season three, it's really like mentally insert 2.5 season 2.5 season 3 we just recorded that's so it's in this place it looks really different than what you're about to watch the new place the new place we got an office yeah we did it i ain't got first place <sighs> podcast 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 <laughs> Well, Feels good to be back. Welcome to podcast. Feels good to be back. Woo! Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> Missed you, man. I haven't seen you in months. Yeah. It is blowing <laughs> me away. I'm wearing these months. glasses right now. And <laughs> like your face is just getting. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Scrunchy face. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. Well, you got your Jeffrey Dallas glasses going on. Jeffrey. So, this is a podcast where we talk about filmmaking and things like that. I am a host, Tristan. This is another host, Cole. Hi. <laughs> Season three. What does that mean? I don't know. It means lots of things. It doesn't really mean lots of things. It means we got a new chair. Yeah, we got new chairs. And a new mic Whoa. stand. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. We have more coming. And a new award. New award. Whoop, whoop. Just one award. Two awards. Two three awards. awards. Three awards. Three awards. Oh, you might be listening to the audio. We just held up three awards. Thank you. What did you hold up, Tristan? <laughs> I got an award for best cinematography. Oh, I, wow. I, I'm a I'm a DP now. I'm a real DP. I mean, I, I DP'd before, but not award winning. Now I am. And Cole got the one that represents him the most. Second place. Yay. <laughs> and I have What'd the you audience award. Everybody in the audience chose me. They did. Like Pokemon. Well, Cole, what did we get these awards for? We got them for a, a movie called Nuts About You that we produced wrote directed filmed all the above for the 48 hour film challenge 48 hour film challenge david that sounds pretty hard what's the 48 hour like film challenge it took a long time uh it takes 48 <laughs> are we rolling an intro at some point <laughs> is this the vi- what are we doing i don't know you just started <laughs> what do we normally do you played the intro music i thought that meant we started oh, we can play it now no that wasn't the whole thing New music. This is a really long intro. (laughs) Gotta have time for all those title cards you just perfect. Welcome back to the best podcast in Columbus, Indiana. Hosted by the best award-winning filmmakers ever in indiana in indiana (laughs) (laughs) you know the world you see the globe we're the little little dot we're the little thing that looks like uh bigger than stalking (sighs) stalking yeah so um as you can tell we host a podcast and that's a thing we do because we're really good at it and you listen to this far so no we're Uh, not not really good at it we're the best thank you 
why we're partners. <laughs> yeah, Ed, for the business. Yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah. So uh, this is a new season. It's a new season, and that means new chairs. Yeah, new really? Chairs. Yeah, new chairs. Why? Why do we got new chairs? Because they're smaller, and everyone knows smaller is better because it lets you fit on more guests. Yeah. What are we gonna have guests this season? Guests, 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 guests. Is that a callback to season one? It is. Season one. We used to have a little dude named Benny, and he would find us people to come on the podcast, and it was great. And then COVID hit, and Ben left. God rest to the, his soul. To, 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 he, yeah, He's he still went, alive. He, he went to, the, to the, the big, great state in the sky. Yeah. California. Still with us in spirit. But now, now we're finding a new guest because COVID's been chilling out a little bit, which is pretty sick. And mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Everyone's getting vaccinated <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, everybody, like, right? By Cole? the time this podcast out, comes huh? out, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe. 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 Either way. Yeah, maybe we're some people lined up that want to come on yeah. and tell us their yeah, story yeah. people that do video things we have upped our capacity from three people to five people so get ready Dude, that's, that's almost, almost double. double that's <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a party instead of a podcast party cast yeah hey we're in sync today party guest party guest party guest party guest party guest okay that's enough <laughs> for those of you who are tuning in for the first time um we are Tristan across the across the road we from me here. We collectively are Tristan. Yes, <laughs> we are Tristan. <laughs> bum, ba -da, bum, 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 bum. Tristan Watkins. Yes, and you are. I am Cole Ankney, and this is and I am. David Baker. Yeah, you, know, you give us. You got the right answer. Yes. So <laughs> can, can you? Give the three of us form Triflix LLC. Uh, mm -hmm. We're a creative media studio, and uh, we we make stuff. Photo, Three video, plus we do wives. a lot of stuff. But uh, hmm. I, we talked about some things we don't do anymore, so. That's true. We don't do it all, we just do a couple things and we do it the best. We do them very well. The best. Yes. The best. But all the, the things we do the best. We the do. best. <laughs> yeah, that's a large claim. Uh, the best in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me! Uh, yeah. <laughs> but because of that, we, uh, we have a mm -hmm. podcast, so. Yeah, because we, we're uh, the best. We get together because we're the best. And uh, we talk about the best things at the best time of the day and uh, Which on the best platforms. Because every day is a great day. When you work at Triflix, <laughs> we are just... Every day is the best day. Oh, gosh. Wait. Yeah. So this is like the usual coming off the rails. So uh, that's what how this rails? works. Yeah. What rails? Oh, gas. What rails no are rails. you speaking of? I don't think we've ever had rails. Right. Can we just? We're gonna try to jump have rails. into a subject before people stop listening. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, just before, <laughs> before we jump listening. in again, just there's because we make films. We de we decided to make a podcast. We've mm -hmm. been. This is now the second season. So or the third season, I should say. Second season I've been on. Um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna try to make this the biggest and best season yet. And we're gonna have lots mm -hmm. of fun people on. And we're gonna talk about a lot of cool things. We're updating our frequency to every week, so everything's gonna be topical and yeah. uh, you know, well, be mainstream. Be more relevant. Yeah. Thank you. That was the yeah. word I was looking for. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So all you those things. A good word. Yeah, topical. 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 Sounds like. But I was looking for the next word, which was relevant. And relevant. I couldn't quite get there. So, yeah. 
um, which has been a day. Because right. we're trying, we are trying. For yes. it's hard work being the best. <laughs> yes. So, hopefully that makes sense to the new the old. new listeners. If you're an old listener, thank you so much, and thanks for coming back and listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of good topics to talk about. Speaking of, we're if you're coming back, listening, if you're listening at all, and you were listening at the start, and we may have mentioned our awards. You can also watch it on the YouTube. We got a little yeah. podcast, and you can see the awards. And you don't have to just take our word for it when we say we got some. Yes. Yeah. So that's fine. So also, I just, we got cool thumbnails now. We do. I so like the thumbnails. We have brand new mm-hmm. thumbnails. As far as the changes, thumbnails. Yeah. Super pumped about uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you heard at the beginning the new intro song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's lots of cool new stuff going on. So mm-hmm. it's been a little bit. I'm excited but, for the guests. Yes, guests are going to be awesome. So, but that's coming soon, and we're going to do. Um, we will also explain, or uh, not explain, but give a give a preview to uh, kind of who's coming and what's going on and all yes. that sort of stuff. So, Why would we do that? Because you can ask questions in advance, yes. so that way when we interview them, we can answer the questions not only the ones we think you want to know, but the mm. questions you actually want to know. Yes. I like it. I think that's a good idea. We should do it. So. But it's not a live stream. You can't ask us while they're on. Yes, a little, little advance. Yes, we we'll got, get there. We want to we'll we give them you know, yeah. good questions. Yes, we're Sometime. working on it. So yeah. Mm. Anyways, back to the award-winning part. Let's, make, let's kick it off. Come on. We're going this is a big to deal for us. come out with shirts. <laughs> and it's going to say, Triflix, we're the best. <laughs> That's not an actual Worldwide, thing. Wide, I just, wide. I want it to exist, but. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one day. We have had a couple of people asking about shirts, but that's regardless. Let's talk about something more fun. Yeah. Fun was relevant. trying to segue into something. We're working, we're working on, Last we're working on all the other things. So let's talk about things that we've already done and things that are awesome and things that are going to get the people going. Last the people episode. Excited. <laughs> you wanted to know. <laughs> what rails are we on right now? The last episode we ended on, um, next time we come back, today. We're going to uh-huh. talk about how our experience was the 48-hour challenge, the 48-hour film yes. project that we uh, were going to do. And guess what? It's in the past now because we did it and we won three awards. <clears throat> and last yeah. time we won zero awards. <laughs> so, like, Rightfully so. <laughs> did not deserve we did a single award. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> so um, we wanted to take a, a little bit today to you know actually talk mm-hmm. about not just tech things, not just uh, futuristic informations and and what's going on in the world in terms of what we do let's talk Mm -hmm. about an actual big project that we did yeah and i think uh i mean you you did david talk a little bit about 40-hour film challenge um well not it was a very brief synapsis synapse synapsis uh what like what what is it it's a uh start at seven PM on a Friday and you get a prompt, uh, you get a couple prompts and you have to include them in your short film. And then from there you have until 48 hours later, 7 PM on a Sunday to turn around a project. So you have to write, shoot, edit, submit, and have all the paperwork done, all of the steps of filmmaking compiled into 48 hours. Now it's not like a big Hollywood shoot. So I'm sure we probably we're skipping some steps and we might be uh, shortening some things, but what we're trying to do is find out what is the most important things to focus on. Um, and last year, since we won zero awards, I think we were able to really hone in. <laughs> what not to do. What not yeah. to do and what to actually allocate yeah. our time on. And um, that was one of the things that I really took away from last year going into this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed to pay off because yeah. we won. So Yeah, because in comparison to last year, we didn't really have a focus. We didn't like, 
we didn't have anything we decided this is what we wanted to be yes. good at yes we or were focused on any it was bad horrible <laughs> it was we, we were i did not yeah it's night and day how we did it we were there we yeah. were there we participated and that's it yeah and that yeah, was like much. a couple of weeks after you joined yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't long after that so i yeah. mean i was still pretty pretty Green. fresh in a lot of this stuff going yeah. i don't know what to do i don't know what i'm doing and and for whatever reason i said i'd act in it too which was not a good idea so yeah, yeah we learned what we didn't want to do none of us are in the movie and uh <laughs> because is, we're filmmakers right yeah. not actors play to our strengths <laughs> man <laughs> but we had the the biggest uh crew that we've had so far um about nine ten yeah yeah we had wow. we had a good amount of people this time and and we knew that that was going to be integral uh for the success of it um having integral yeah -hmm. especially within that small span of time you have somebody uh you know Mm -hmm. you have people in each area that can help out in different ways and it's it's last year gosh it was so hard with the three of us uh we made it work but yeah it was hateful well this felt legit as yeah as legit as it could possibly be for a 48 hour like right weekend without having like you know full on oh okay we know exactly what we're filming we're filming like in a set we're setting up different things and you know we have mm-hmm. a 20 person crew and we're shooting on cinema cameras but yeah. we probably wouldn't be doing the 40 hour film challenge if we were doing that. i would feel bad like if we no, had, i know if we had the capability like to like we're doing this as like a day job we make content yeah we make commercial work and stuff but we're not on a hollywood set every day this isn't right. what we do day to day so yeah. you know i would feel bad if we went in and just like wrecked everybody but this oh, yeah. was something yeah. that was really new to us as well because we've made mm-hmm. short films but nothing to to this level and plus doing anything in 48 hours is just a huge time crunch a lot of pressure yeah. on everybody to hold hold together and do their job as best they can well yes. it's a really great case of like learning from our mistakes because first time we did it we didn't have any plan and this time around we were like okay the first day friday we are just going to spend all of that writing and it has to be done. The script is done on that day. And then on Saturday, it was for filming. And just only filming and maybe beginning editing at the end. Yeah. Just um, getting it on the in the yeah. editing software off all our memory storage cards. Yep. I think uh, we probably need to explain a, at least the story of what last year's was and then what this year's is. Like, yeah. just, just quick mm-hmm. little brief so that it's not so we made a movie go watch it like you know let's let's fill people in if they didn't get a chance if they weren't part of like the couple hundred that already saw it at the imax (laughs) oh my god because that's where it played it was that was the coolest part probably of all of it getting to see our film up on the imax in downtown indianapolis that was that was awesome yeah Yeah. it it was was like a giddy school it was amazing like i didn't real. i was afraid people weren't going to see certain things on the screen and they're like the size of like (laughs) Ten couches. I was like, oh, you're going to see it just fine, just fine. Yeah, you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. So last year, mm-hmm. we're gonna just brief, briefly, brief on this because it's not our favorite subject. Oh, no. uh, I love it. Personally. No, you don't. We we learned a lot. That's the part I love about it is that we learned a lot. Um, but yeah, so uh, think think of the room with uh, Mr. Tommy Wiseau, like mm-hmm. cringy, bad, but like oh, maybe yeah. a cult classic uh, someday. No, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's called a uh, Vitalian. Yes, it's on the YouTube channel. Feel free to check it out. Try not unlisted ones. yet. No, not yet. Um, but it was uh, essentially we were we were prompted with uh, what it was um, uh, infectious disease specialist, which seemed 
horrible for the time to be picking that, but yeah, it was like a <laughs> pandemic. Or something, I know. Right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cause we had to get certified and everything. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. So we had the, the infectious disease specialist. Um, we had a couple props that we had to use. Um, it was like a book and something else. Yeah. And then, you know, we were, we had a name. So mm-hmm. we brainstormed all Friday night and we ended up coming with, coming up with this story where, uh, mm-hmm. this, this, this guy was going to work, uh, for an infectious disease. Like, I don't know. It was really kind of like a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. He was Big like pharma. replacing yeah. the guy who mysteriously died. Yes. Um, yes. And we tried to do so we tried to cram so much into it and it was way, way over our heads. Well, we, we tried realize. to cram. Yeah. Was no, that's what darn yeah, I mean, twist ending. Yeah. That was the, yeah. I mean, there was a lot that went wrong with it, but, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of scenes that we cut that didn't even make it, and we even struggled then. And, like, and there were shots we together. For, we forgot to just shoot some shots. Like, <laughs> yeah. we just were missing, and we would go to edit. And we're like, all right, where's, where's that footage? Shot. It was like, oh, I didn't huh? press record, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a guy, pharmaceutical company, takes the job of someone that passed away, and then he uncovers a, a mystery, a scandal that we totally leave on a cliffhanger for no reason other than time constraints. And we just bit off more than we could we were, chew. We were also trying to like give yeah. them something. We the whole idea was to I think weren't we mystery or something like that? Yeah, that was our genre. It I was think. a hard genre for us because yeah. it's difficult. It, it, you you got to come up with a good story for yeah. it to work. It's hard to make those. And, work. and the problem was is like we came up with a crappy story that was just it was just the whole thing was a mystery. We didn't even know what it meant. Yeah, like yeah. while we were shooting, <laughs> you're like, huh, what? <laughs> We didn't know what was going nah. on. So that's no. that's the first one. Yeah, and but, but we learned a lot. So let's mm-hmm. let's uh, before we talk about the next story, um, we can do a quick little what's what's everybody's favorite thing or the thing that they were most glad that we experienced on the first one, and we're able to take away and apply to the second one. So I'll I'll jump yeah, we'll in first. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my uh, hobby, the thing I like to do in my free time, is uh, watch other people that basically do the exact same thing we do, and that's make short films, run YouTube channels, make content that I find engaging. And I, I try to break down and find what it is that I like about it. And there was a podcast at one point where a guy that makes short films says, hey, to people making videos, stop trying to make really tricky, complicated, uh, the next, uh, what's the movie with the spinning top? Uh, Inception. Inception. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. worry about that because the people that made that were professionals and people still don't understand it when they watch it. It's true. So chances are, you're not going to make one well. Don't worry about making a like a great visual piece. Uh, just worry about a story and tell the story the best you can. And that was my biggest takeaway in between that first film and the second. And what we put together was I didn't want any twist endings. I, I wanted as simple as possible. What can we uh, tell that is compelling, that's relatable in a way, and then what is one thing that we could take out of it that makes it just a little surreal so it's not a twist ending it's just it you have to apply a little bit of like uh, suspension of disbelief but not for the whole film because in our first film like you had to just run with a story that made very little sense but this one's like we just change out one character with an inanimate object and basically pull a pixar and it's like yeah toys can talk sure whatever Boom. You got a whole movie. That's called 
you know, <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah. Monst yeah monsters much. are real yeah. and they, they run their power yeah. on screams. That's a whole movie, but it's still based in a reality that runs on power. There's people, they, they have families. Like, that's the only thing that's weird. And you have added mm. in a story and it's like, all right, I can follow this. I ignored that one weird thing and the rest of it makes sense. Yep. 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 There was no intended twist ending, but towards the end we shot it. And it wasn't really a twist. It was just kind of a full circle. We wanted the mm -hmm. short film to... Um, whatever started at the beginning like the hero's journey that's that what hero's called? journey yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 using the story circle so whatever happens at the start like the first five minutes is also reflected at the at the last five minutes so towards the start of the film he's introduced to a new person and towards the end of the film he's introduced to a new person and we wanted to show how his character develops uh throughout that process so we just my biggest mm -hmm. thing was i wanted to figure out how could we tell a compelling story that's relatable but with a small twist that no one else has made yet right and as far as i know i don't think anyone's made anything quite like it. yeah i don't think so either because <laughs> <No. laughs> every once in a while somebody will like come up with like an inv invention or idea and they're like oh i got this great idea and somebody's like dude it's on amazon already for five bucks and it's like dang it they beat me to it mm -hmm. yeah i think we're good <laughs> i think yeah. we're good um so uh, I think my biggest takeaway was the organizational part was yeah. just putting the pieces together pre-production and, and like, right. you know, we, we had everything planned out. We, we knew the team members, we knew where we were meeting, when we were meeting, where we were shooting. We knew how we were going to be able to get everything done. And I think that the pre-planning part of it obviously did not happen last time. And yeah. I mean, you know, half of that is having the right tools, as, uh, just as much as having the right people. So we, you know, we got a clapboard this time and yeah, which was the greatest investment out of fantastic. all of our equipment right. somehow. And it took so much research for me to pick one because they got such bad reviews. Like it falls apart and doesn't write on it. And so I looked for hours at clapboards. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. this. Yeah. Cause I also didn't want to spend $200. So yeah, you can get like digital slates and stuff where like Those you like clap it and it sends a wireless signal to your camera. So they all have like time codes. So your mm -hmm. audio is synced up with your clappers, synced up with your cameras. It's it's a little overkill for where we're at right now. Yeah. But it's cool. It is super <laughs> cool. Super cool. But yeah, no, I think just between the two, I, it's real cut and dry. It's just, mm -hmm. it was having everything organized. We had a, a Trello card, uh, which is a program we used to organize the, the business in general. <laughs> and everybody was in it. You know, I knew exactly who was going to be there, when, what to bring, you know, mm -hmm. what, what roles were assigned to each person yep. and able to go, okay, awesome. Now you put all these people together, they know what they're doing and then you're done. You're like, yeah. Awesome. Which is really cool because if you've been following along, we've kind of mentioned on the process of how our organizational stuff's been changing and evolving. And uh, it's really cool to see how all that work we've been putting in for the last nine months or so has reflected and then we're able to apply it to something. It's an identical situation, which is the best way to benchmark. So we had a, a situation where we weren't organized, we implement organizational changes, and then 12 months later, the exact same situation happens. The, all circumstances are identical and it's just so much smoother. And it's mm -hmm. all because of the work that everybody had put in previously. Yep, right, yep. So yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. The clapboard ties in a lot uh, with what I was going to say was the audio. We really revamped how we were recording oh, yeah. everything just on set. 
um, it was because it was a mess last yeah. year. Dude, Vitalian was probably like the number one thing that made us switch up our audio setup. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. a nightmare because we were having the little <laughs> tiny recorders. I don't know where they are, but it smaller, like half the size of my phone. And we would just put them in the pockets of people, <laughs> whoever they were recording, uh-huh. and have, run a lapel mic, which Cole hates. Lapel mics are the devil. Just depends. Yeah, they sound like great. Them. Don't get me wrong, but, but I just can't mm-hmm. stand seeing it in a shot. But go ahead. Yeah, well, but agreeably, boom mics are better because they're out of the shot and like it's just it's just easier to set up. It is a directional mic, so we're able to isolate the audio. It's not just uh, everything around the person's chest, like birds flying close by or people walking, footsteps. Like you're able to isolate things, but it's it's just as good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, so that that was a big thing. We switched to uh, a boom mic, so I was the guy holding the the pole in in the background of the, most of the shots check well, out our tutorial if you yeah. want to learn how to do that yeah you guys tutorial going up we have one of those and we posted a ton mm-hmm. of like behind the scene photos from the new film as well so you'll see david holding the mic oh with yeah the, yeah a lot of beautiful pictures cole took of me he's thank pretty very photogenic for that <laughs> i'm so photogenic <laughs> that's why you got the audience award you need to yeah, make one of those why the, i have it you need to make one of those your profile picture bud you know that's i've been needing a new one and I just, just hold that, that boom just holding it. Yeah, that was we'll a brand it. new. That was the first time we had used that pole too. We've been using was a it? paint stick forever. <laughs> it was it's a not, paint stick. Not a paint stick. It no. is a dusting stick, and you can <laughs> extend it and change out light bulbs and dust right. ceiling fans. Anyway, same Tristan. Uh, so that in combination, we just had better audio. It was much better and more consistent than Vitalian's. That with the clapboard, uh, I. Tristan was in charge of syncing up the separate audio recordings with the, the cameras recording last year with Vitalian. And that took him, I don't six know how hours. long, it took you it six was hours? six hours, yeah. It was and not good. I synced up everything, matched everything together, and had it perfectly aligned for editing within maybe 45 minutes. It was definitely under an hour. Yeah. Oh, It was yeah. under an hour. Um, we wanted it to be shorter, but like still compared to last time, it was insanely fast. Yeah. Shout out to Spencer for running yeah. Slate. Spencer, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. I Hearts. thought it was going to be like a kind of like, oh, we're a real thing. And you got to like mm-hmm. have the, like you own a business and you're like, I need to, I need employees so that I can be a real boss or something like that. It's like, <laughs> we need Slate so we can be a real film company. Right. And then we used it and we're like, oh my gosh, all of these like, older sets like hollywood sets they've been doing it right this is one thing that yeah like it's, it's not very outdated. big reason why it is very it. important yeah. and it was so useful yeah <laughs> and uh it, it was just a breeze syncing up everything just to find out where all the recordings were and another issue was we weren't stopping and starting recordings uh on set at the same time uh during vitalian so i would stop and start recordings at different times and tristan would so we would have like maybe 25 different files that like didn't even line up but with the clapboard again it just came in like clutch because we would Mm -hmm. like make sure like all right i stopped recording and i started recording again even if it was different times we made sure to start and stop when the clapboard went so we always had the same amount of recordings and so just like do, 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 do. Yeah, lined up perfectly. Yeah, I think part of that too was um, 
Tristan finding his voice as a director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just yelling at people, telling them what yeah. to do. But like, <laughs> not, not instructionally. Yeah, not. he's making it sound a lot mm-hmm. harsher than, than it ever could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, again, you know, taking or, or sending out the cues to people you know it's like hey i need i need you over here mm-hmm. um you know are you are you we're rolling you know the, yeah. all, all of the cues that everybody needs to work off of instead of like well i've been recording go ahead and hit record you know or yeah. whenever you're ready yeah whenever yeah. you're ready we'll, we'll get to it and mm-hmm. so i think that you know that made a huge difference because yeah. yeah you know there was some directing going on mm-hmm. the prior year but this year it was it was it was dead on you know everybody knew what to be doing at at that time yeah we we were so organized we had time to do funny like alternative takes of scenes yeah that like you guys have yet to see yet because we didn't we haven't done the director's cut yet we may have got first place if we included the bloopers we had the time for it we could have included like people would have like yeah but we didn't want to like we didn't want to take away from like the story where it like ended on kind of a weird happier note and yes. then, like, just cut into bloopers. I don't know. Maybe it would have worked, but that's yeah. a, a lesson for next year. We can next try year. it out. I always like in the credits where, like, they put, like, little small boxes of, like, the bloopers happening as, like, the credits scroll by. So, it's like, oh, like, oh, you know, it's kind Ooh, of yeah. fun. That would have been cool. Yeah. Side note, I just did that for a client's project, and it turned oh, yeah. out pretty well. I'll show you afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Well, yeah get out of my wow. head it's, it's we're hanging around each other too much <laughs> yeah i just love it whenever you get i mean some bloopers are staged and you'll see that in like toy story where like they have a blooper it's animated there's no bloopers yeah. like they have to go through and like make well, that well, scene part exist of the fun, right because like you're you're it's you're still immersed in that like uh demystified realms like yeah. oh it's bloopers like wait a minute no it's not yeah <laughs> But, like, I like it whenever we can get, like, candid moments and stuff mm-hmm. that, like, go into the bloopers. So, like, we have alternative endings, and, like, they're intentionally funny. Yep. Like, we, we tried to aim that way. But then sometimes we have moments on set where it's, like, stuff just happens, and it, it's funny in the moment. And you're, like, I'm so glad we got that on camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a couple moments. Like yeah, we that. we yeah. still have a ton of, like, BTS. Yeah, we have a lot of footage and things mm-hmm. to get through. Um we're gonna work on getting everything put together Mm -hmm. i think really at the end of the day we need to just like try to get the crew back together and do a whole like video of everybody and just like interview each other and talk about the film because yeah it'd be cool to really break it down a little bit further because yeah yeah well i agree yeah we talked about definitely having a couple if not i mean anybody that would be interested that was a part of the crew come on and talk about their experience especially if they had some experience last year with us and see what they think uh was different (laughs) about it and how they how their experience played out mm-hmm. so yeah i uh i don't know we can beat it with a dead horse and keep talking about what we learned or we can actually talk about the short film yeah the, the thing let's talk about uh yeah let's let's, let's tell the people what we won oh yes yes yeah. um we got well, three awards we got three awards mm-hmm. so like i said uh the testament for last year uh just wanting to tell a good story and focus on being a director and uh, I didn't really, I mean, I helped with the writing a little bit, but not much. I just really focused on making sure that the story looked good. Mm-hmm. And because David was able to help with audio syncing and you were able to take care of all the paperwork on Sunday, last time I had to do a, a good amount of all those elements because everybody had prior uh, uh, commitments, yeah. engagements. Yeah. Um, I was able just to focus on my shots during the day of shooting. I didn't have to worry about organizational stuff. And then on the day of editing, I could focus on just editing 
the best of the best shots and putting everything together. And I got, uh, well, we got definitely a team effort was the uh, best cinematography award. And yeah. uh, that just means I, I got decent shots. However, most of the comments that we got, the best shot of the, <laughs> the most iconic shot of the film is a drone shot that I didn't even take. <laughs> I love that that keeps coming up. Everybody's like, the drone shots look so good, so cinematic. And it, yeah. was, it was the one Cole shot with the drone because I, I had to get the close-up shots on the balcony in the, in the film. And then we cut to a wide shot from the drone of that same balcony. So mm-hmm. uh, it worked out much better that way because I was able just to focus on, on yeah. certain elements. But, and those yeah. were the most botched uh, ones that we had. Yeah. They, they gave us the most trouble out of all of the shots. Yep. <laughs> and it was an afterthought. You know, we were yeah. all standing around and we were, getting, we were waiting for Tristan to finish it up shooting. He was in his tower thing here at the park in Columbus. And so we're like standing there and someone goes, hey, you got your drone with you? I'm like, yeah, it's in the car. And so we just popped it up real quick, grabbed a couple shots. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I didn't even think that any of them would made it, make it into the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was great. So uh, we did talk a little, we'll go keep going through the awards, uh, but I, I, we haven't really even talked about what the story's about other than it's a twist-ish, but not like, I don't know. That's okay, we'll go through it. Yeah. So. The uh, the other award we got was we're runner up. We got second place. So um, we weren't super upset about this. We were pumped. I mean, going from zero place to you know, I mean, probably dead last, literally. All right, everybody, close your eyes and raise the number of fingers you think. And num- how many awards did you think we were going to get going into this? Oh, uh, oh, oh, geez, wow! I, I, Cole's got two. Yeah, three, two. two. David had what? three. I, mean, I, had I had three. zero. I wanted to get three to match the ones that we didn't really get I, last see, time. See, we talked about this, and I didn't know that you had felt this way because, and I, I tend to just be a cocky individual in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but going into it, there was something. That it was it was the feel of the film itself plus our efforts this time. Like mm-hmm. it felt so put together and so official on the production side yeah. that I was like, there's no way we won't win something. I, I mean, I definitely. didn't think we'd even, I didn't think we'd get in the top three when it came to the full competition, but the yeah. award that, that we got with the cinematography and then the one that David's the getting ready to award. show, the audience yeah. award, those were the two things I thought that we would be contenders for. So have we yeah. explained what the two different, why there's a second place, but there's an audience award? So the second place, so there's, there's a panel of judges and mm-hmm. they saw all the films in the mean, in the time between us submitting and them showing them at the uh, reveal event or the watch mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And they judge on a specific criteria. They're all part right. of, you know, they're all part of the industry. Um, and so they, this indie film fest, um, they go through and they judge everything. So out of the competition, what the judges viewed, we got overall second place mm-hmm. um but the audience award which, over here which was based on like a set of criteria yes. technicality and mm-hmm. abiding by certain story elements and then david's holding up the audience mm-hmm. award so the audience award um there was actually i mean there was there was a decent amount of people in that theater i would say over 75 at probably even 100 plus oh, yeah. yeah it was it was cool it was um, a lot of people but the people that sat in the theater they all got their phones out at one point in time and they voted for f- all the films that they saw that night which there were 16 Mm-hmm. and we won the audience award from the people who got to see it in the theater. So Which, yeah. just ma- majority versus uh, uh, the, how, was the state voting or whatever. The, 
uh, Elector uh, electoral <laughs> electoral college versus the uh, the majority democratic we had yeah. the majority we just oh, didn't yeah. get the electoral which <laughs> we were all completely fine with i mean mm -hmm. even just to get these three i mean we were every single one the cinematography especially right but even the second place and especially in the audience were like every single one of them we were going nuts i mean we mm -hmm. couldn't I, I i can't explain the feeling because yeah even though i mean we plan all year for this mm -hmm. you know we think about the equipment and the things we need and and we're thinking and that we play our whole year off of that essentially um no of course there's client things that come up and we're like okay mm -hmm. we need this but <laughs> we need it but usually this is the pushing point that where we go okay we need this now let's do this better next year and so this mm -hmm. is what's helping us grow in our art and the second year in as a team as you see here mm -hmm. we got three awards which is yeah. i just it blew it blew my mind yeah. yeah but i was ready for it i was like i knew we were going to win something yeah. i just didn't know what and i was pumped i mean going into it before we even started like before we even submitted and say I think it was during the editing process, we were looking at the list of awards and we're like, all right, what are some things that we could really focus on that we think we could get based on our skill set? Um, and we took that into consideration and we really were looking towards like cinematography, um, the the use of a character. Cause I think we, I, I really do think we use the character very well for like, it w the story would not have made sense without the character and the prompts. So uh, part of the weights would come in. So I thought maybe we could get that uh, the actual like judges award maybe uh, just on the technicality aspect, but um, we ended up doing much better than that. Like it wasn't like oh we're aiming for one. We ended up being able to get multiple just out of everybody's teamwork on it. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. So with all of that being said, all the things that we did, the production, the writing, the awards that we got, the story that that won us these awards and took us to that point was a guy falling in love with a jar of peanut butter that talked. Yeah. Sorry if you spoilers, but you're like 40 minutes in now. You yeah. should have clicked. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening, people. Maybe David will interject that. Uh, like yeah, do a little pause. Do a little like, voiceover in the middle wait. of that. Yeah. That'd be really nice of you, David. But if you, <laughs> did, but if you don't do it, then this will just be weird. <laughs> it, it's a six almost seven minute film mm -hmm. it's uh yeah. it's pretty quick to to pull into the story and uh it's just one oh, of those yeah. things like it makes you feel good it kind of mm -hmm. you know makes it, you think it, you start to f feel the feelings between these two people we'll go oh, with yeah. that they're people and uh people. you know and you're like you're like okay wow okay and i don't know there's just something about it although i will say I, I don't know if it was out of nervousness or I don't know, just sitting there with all these people and like thinking like, oh my gosh, everybody's watching this film right now that we just made and it's about this dude in love with this jar of peanut butter. But I laughed hysterically through the mm. whole movie when they played it on the screen. I'm glad you did. I yeah. think it was like Scorsese or one of the big directors is like, if you're happy with your project, like you're wrong, basically. Like every director just sits through and <laughs> hates every second of a screening and like, like you, th you're, you did it. And you just have to trust in like your technical capabilities that you know what you're doing hmm. and you put it out. And it's just like, it's basically like imposter syndrome, but imagine doing it like in a public setting in front of like hundred plus people or so. And like, everybody's judging it. And it's just like, 
we know yeah. what we're doing. We're a film company. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, oh gosh. And I'm just like cringing the whole time. Not because it's bad, but it's just thinking about like, what are other people thinking? And as people started to laugh at the high points, we wanted to be comedic, not the film itself like the year previously, you know, <laughs> that felt really good. And it starts to relieve the tension. And by the, like the final scene, I still think about it maybe once a week or so of like, just how the music kicks in. The sound design was really good. David and Cole were able to find some really good music that matched mm -hmm. the the scene. And actually I think your brother, Derek, yeah. who was the star, mm -hmm. uh, the, the co-star of it, um, the main actor, uh, he helped find this audio too. And it just has this certain feeling that uh, really helps like translate to the audience what you should be feeling in this scene of this like upbeat quirkiness. And then how the ending scene just like plays out. I just like, it'll play through my head every once in a while and it makes me like smile and I just like feel good like walking around doing my job and stuff. So. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's probably like, I mean, even out of movies that I've watched, that's like the my favorite ending and then, mm. uh, to me that was like how i knew we did a good job and it wasn't in the edit it wasn't in the shooting it wasn't until like you have it on the big screen in front of all these people after being stressed for like an hour waiting for ours to get played and the oh, very man. like last 30 seconds of the video you're just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> i know for me when i was sitting there in the theater uh well before they showed all of our entries there was like 14 teams i think they showed the last year's winner, which was submitted at Indie. Mm -hmm. And I forget what it was called. Um, oh, but, yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, it, it was really, really well done, and it made it all the way past like the the national one, and it went all the way like to the France conference. Yeah. And so they showed that one, and I was like, crap. <laughs> what, if, <laughs> what if somebody drops one of these bombs on us, and like it's the very last one, and like after we watch all the other ones like oh like ours is better than that and then that one hits and there's like oh we're done yeah yeah there's it, there's one to like can festival and some other festivals like they were yeah. they were like a big deal yeah. and i remember watching it the first time and i was like judging it I was like whatever like what what do they know as we produced this like awful movie and then even this year <laughs> like they showed it before ours went up it's like oh it's not that good i don't remember it being that good and then they played it i was like you know what no they deserve to win that film was amazing it was so good you watch it and it's like six to seven minutes long mm -hmm. and it felt like 20 minutes worth of just like content because they had right. so many different scenes and the story was really well done they did a narration so that cut out like awkward weird unprofessional dialogue like mm -hmm. i think our actors did a great job but you can tell it's not hollywood and whenever you have a single narration for the whole thing it works it's easier to produce like a higher result so they did yeah. an amazing job uh, i don't remember what it was called yeah. but uh if we find it we'll throw a link we think up. it'll be yeah it'll be down there somewhere yeah it was i i knew when i saw it last year i was like oh man <laughs> i seriously I, and it was it was just the four of us it was uh my wife uh and then you and your wife and so, we all sat there and watched them last it, year because we couldn't do it in person yeah it was and i knew just it. like rented and we watched it on the couch i knew it i knew it <laughs> i saw that i was like oh man we're all screwed and to be <laughs> honest the reason that theirs may have not been as great last year was because the viewing experience was like at my apartment yes. the audio is not as good the visual is not as good as going to the imax so i was really happy not only that ours got to be played on the big screen like 
literally the, the largest screen in Indiana, but like to see other people's work is just a really cool experience. And I hope that they do it again, IMAX next year. Yes. That would be amazing. Um, if we enter. Yeah. Oh, we're doing it. <laughs> oh, we're doing it. Oh, we're coming back. We're claiming first place. That's baby. what I was going to say. We're gunning yeah. for that first place overall. Like, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. saying. So in, in the retrospect, too, just so people are aware, first place, not the audience choice, not the best any other word, first place from the judges is um, for each state will have one. So you'll have 50 videos, 50 short films that go to the Cannes Film Festival in France. And that's like the big deal. That is uh, the Super Bowl for indie film people. Like it's, it's a very big honor, privilege to go. And if you go there, you have the options of potentially selling the uh, idea, like pitching it to a, a, a house or whatever, like a, a film production place. And being able to like actually produce this into something real, you could sell it. Uh, some people go the indie route and like, put it up on Amazon for like three bucks and people can rent it. So like it turns into, it goes from like a, a hobby, like a weekend project with your friends into, mm -hmm. hey, we're on IMDB now and recognized by the world because you're international at that point going overseas. Uh, and that's just, we were one place away from it. So sure, next year, yeah. first place. <laughs> the <laughs> best podcast <laughs> best podcast best, best filmmaker <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah do yourself a favor film is called nuts about you mm -hmm. it's on youtube it's on our channel triflix films. films yeah thanks sir and uh <laughs> <laughs> we are uh we are planning um at least another couple versions uh there's a couple tweaks we still want to make um but I, mm -hmm. and we had talked about doing that before we uploaded it, but I wanted, since we won some awards, I was like, we're going to put it out there oh, as, yeah. as it won what we won. We felt good about that. So we're going to keep messing around with it and have some fun. So, yeah. um, look mm -hmm. out for all that sort of stuff and just go watch it. Now you kind of know the backstory. <laughs> Do mm -hmm. it. So go, watch go it. check it out. No, it, it takes six minutes of your life. Like, comment, yeah. and subscribe. Six minutes. You can get back. You can, there's a little button on the video that says reimburse. If you click that, you can get your time back, but <laughs> yeah, it comes um, out of Tristan's wallet. No, <laughs> it does not. Yeah, seven dollars. <laughs> but we will do more um, content that um, is specific to Forty Eight Hour um, as soon as we have the opportunity, and uh, we'll we'll put out some more like behind the scenes type stuff. We have a bunch. I mean, I tried to film. Um, I shot a ton of pictures, filmed a ton of stuff behind the scenes with the GoPro. So we have a lot of audio and video of mm. what it took to make it. Um, and the whole process. So that we'll talk to everybody and we'll try to put something together to where, uh, we guys, we can give you guys a little bit more information on it because yeah. it is not your average everyday film and it's, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. we want to share with everybody cause mm -hmm. it's, it's a big deal for us. So yeah. before we end the segment, um, on your table, we can't see it cause it's out of shot, oh, yeah. but we made little trophies for the intro of the movie. You will recognize them if you're watching yeah, the, the video of the podcast. And what a what a unique name on them. It's yeah. uh, Recycler of the Year, Daniel Slovach. So uh, yeah. we kind of skimmed over it earlier with the or last year's short film. Um, the the prompts, the criteria that mm -hmm. the part of the judges awards based on is um, 
the name. So Daniel Slovach has to be in it. That was a required name. Uh, he had to be a, a professional recycler or recycling expert. Recycling, recycling expert. Yeah, recycling um, and then we had to have, what was the uh, prop we had to use? It was a trophy. trophy. It was trophy. That's so yeah, was trophy. <laughs> literally the trophy has all three of the requirements. Was there anything else? The genre? And that um, was, um, genre was love, romance. Romance or school movie. And we didn't really know what school movie could be. Yeah. So we avoided that. We had some idea because we did our research. But yeah. the problem was is we figured we could probably get our hands on a school. But then it's also yeah. difficult because, you, you know, that also... Yeah. Um, it, 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 uh, you would expect to have multiple people, a large group of people. And yeah, we were like, yeah, right. we can't do that in 48 hours. That so. was the other main thing, uh, difference between, um, that's about you and Vitalian. That's about you. We did everything in public places. We didn't yes. have to have anything like signed off or whatever. It was all public domain, public, whatever. Yeah. So Publicly accessible. It, yeah. And so we didn't have to do like any additional organization. We just showed up, did our stuff, left. That was, that was, was huge. Very intentional. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. And it was, it just made one, is all the tiny things that we found to make it easier built up and made it super smooth. Yeah. Not that it was without kinks, but like yeah. it was so much better. And it made it a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. We definitely had fun writing. We mm-hmm. definitely had fun shooting. Um, editing, we had fun up until the last hour. Last, yeah. Yeah, the last hour is stressful for me and everybody, but I was, like, visibly stressed. Yes. Cole has kids, and I make jokes all the time, so we were pretty chill about it. We were, <laughs> like, make jokes all the time. Yeah. I mean, I well, was just in general, like, about life. Like The one thing, very few I things. was nervous, don't get me wrong. I was, but I, I was, like. I was lacking critical information of the fact <laughs> that you could submit, like, right at the very last second and have it not fully uploaded and it be a valid submission. Because I thought it had to be completely pushed onto the site and, like, given to them. So I didn't and know that either, but I wasn't stressed about it because the year prior we had an issue where like our internet was out or their servers were down for uploading. Yeah. Um, and all I had to do was send a screenshot with the file name and the file size and the time it was uh, last edited. And then whenever we uploaded it, um, also submit that screenshot. So they knew mm-hmm. what we are submitting was what we had completed by the deadline. Uh, yeah. So for that reason, I wasn't stressed. I even managed to get an email out doing the same thing just in case. And they said, we've actually already received it on time. Technically 20 seconds into the minute that it was due. But yeah, clocks are weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, nobody said uh, the 7.30 and 45 seconds. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you're like, okay, great. We'll, we'll lock this thing. It's still 7.30. And it was due at, at 7.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Whatever the deadline was, we were like... Say like uh, you got to show up to work at at seven o'clock and you show up at like seven minutes or or seven o'clock and like 40 seconds in, you're still on time. And that was essentially how we submitted. Yes. We were still on time. Yeah. I was ready to throw myself out a window. Yeah. I, they changed a lot of processes this year. Um, yeah. They're they're building out their own site that kind of helps with the upload process and some of it. It's, it's, it's helping to make it much more um, user-friendly and digital. So there's less mm. of kind of like moving in between sites, which there's still a good amount of. 
but the upload process it it literally it, I, I submitted the file and it did some sort of preliminary upload gave me a timestamp and then it finished the rest of it after the fact mm-hmm. which is genius for what we're doing because you mm-hmm. know people are going to be uploading to the last minute in this way or just slow yeah. upload speeds and it's really yes. unfair if you have like faster internet because you have more money yes the whole point of the short film contest is accessibility like they want it whether you're in high school or 70 plus years old with a camera like you should have an equal opportunity to enter this contest and an equal chance of winning if you meet all the criteria and you can produce a good piece of video you know a good film um and that's i mean their their prices to enter are very affordable if you enter sooner you get a discount so being prepared is is a great (laughs) attribute to have which we did a pretty good job of this year um and then also like the tickets to go view it were like 10 bucks at the IMAX. There's absolutely no movie you can go to the IMAX and watch for 10 bucks. Oh yeah. So they do everything they can to uh, to make it accessible to, yeah. I, I mean, plus it's hosted in Indiana, Indianapolis, which is right in the middle of the state. So that's convenient. Yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, I like them. They do a great job uh, to the team that puts that together. Mm-hmm. big old shout out yep. to y'all everybody had a great time like the entire theater of people was just enjoying like all the short films is like whatever yeah it's just i don't know it, it was it was really nice it was a good vibe especially oh just, man yeah if I brought my a, kids I, I wish there was a way that we could like maybe we can find is the link to all of the short films that were entered because they're mm-hmm. that'd be they awesome. all deserve some love everybody put mm-hmm. in a lot of hard work um you know it technically some of them may be better than others from a technical aspect, but some of them are also like us doing it professionally. Like we make short films and client projects. So it's like a big part of what we do. And there's also people like it's a Saturday and my kids want to make a short film for a hundred bucks. I can spend a weekend with my family. It's like a trip to the lake for them. Like this is mm-hmm. a fun project. So their kids get to help write and they get to help act. Um, even though it's not technically as uh, you know, um, graded by the judges in a certain way it's still really fun to watch and you can like you know yeah you can you can see all the the fun that went into making and i think that's pretty cool oh yeah and i think it's a good point like like having your family put up on a massive screen like that like imagine being a kid and like seeing yourself like 25 feet <laughs> it's just like oh my gosh i'm a movie star that'd be that'd be a very memorable experience I yeah think. yeah it was it's really cool yeah <laughs> worth it yeah worth it oh man we uh we are under an hour still so what uh i guess we could we talked about what we learned from the last movie what did uh do a little round robin on what everybody learned from this shoot hmm. start with david go reverse order oh geez what did we learn from this shoot um what stressed you out buddy we know what did it. we learn um i would say even with like how uh, amazingly like we cut down the time with syncing a lot of the audio and the video, we we all kind of pointed out we could have instead of syncing every single shot we ever did, we could have pared it down to only the shots we wanted and then uh, organized everything because that would have like probably cut that time in half too because we only used like maybe I don't know twenty shots out of the forty or 50 that were usable. I don't know how many there was total. Maybe there was 30 shots and we used like 15. 
Something uh, along those lines. We did we did almost every scene twice. Yeah. So yeah. whatever it is, it's two point three more. Mm-hmm. So if we so, if we had fifteen usable shots, we probably had a little over like thirty thirty six, thirty seven actual mm-hmm. takes. Um and that forty that, whatever. And that could have been done the night before too. And that would have like taken like twenty minutes, gone to bed, yeah. wake up and we could immediately start editing. Which I mean, we we were definitely like letting everybody sleep in on Sunday because we were mm-hmm. we were really ahead. And had we not slept in, honestly, we would have still been fine. Yep. But um, maybe having someone like edit in the off hours, like mm-hmm. someone dedicated, like, hey, will you just trim the footage? Will you go through yeah. and sync everything up while like this is your role? Like you don't have to come Friday, you don't have to come Saturday, but right. like at like. 11 o'clock 10 o'clock on um uh saturday night for four or five hours could you throw in or just get up at like 4 a.m sunday morning (laughs) sync everything up and start um, working on it and then hand it over to us and honestly the 4 a.m would be better because they could tell us what it is they did whenever we connect at like 8 Mm a.m right so i don't know what the answer is but i I definitely agree Mm -hmm. like yeah, just that editing process in the end, like having someone being able to like do the audio while one person's editing, because that was my point I was going to bring up. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I think on my side it would have been you know just another level of planning ahead. Um, you know, I was behind on getting some of the uh, paperwork in at the end of like submitting the film, mm-hmm. um, and that was just ignorance of the system changed yeah, and it was different changed. and. It, yeah, it just it looked different. So I was like, oh, well, I did this last time this this way and wasn't prepared for this time thinking, oh, it's not. Oh, it's going to take me like 60 seconds. And it took me a lot longer than that. And so it would be nice to have some of that stuff prepared and look at that form pre, you know, pre getting ahead of everything. But mm-hmm. um, and I think we'll probably end up adding a couple crew members as well. There were a couple more things I wanted because I also look at this opportunity as a, you know, a way to help of course, market us as Triflix in the company yeah. and getting content and things to use on, uh, you know, different social platforms and things like that. So there were, there were more things and I would have liked to have been able to be more involved in some of the, you know, more specific filming stuff, just being more hand in hand with Tristan. But, you know, I was trying to make sure that we had a lot of content around our whole mm-hmm. event, I guess, of the weekend. So, and making sure everybody was, in line so that would be my main thing i mean you know it all kind of boils down to the same stuff from last year so yeah i'm gonna keep improving upon my my position so yeah good job which is what we did i mean david took on audio you know Mm -hmm. head on again and made it 10 times better so i think it's yeah he was able to focus entirely on audio instead of like remembering lines and stuff you know (laughs) yeah that was the other thing we're doing double duty that was crazy yeah. yeah, we yeah. needed the full nine people. Yeah. yeah, which shout out to your wife because she also helped keep us yeah. on task, mm-hmm. and she had she she was very helpful with the organizational part mm-hmm. of it and she, being able to yell out lines and pay attention to cadence and all the things. She so, actually fixed yeah. the story because there was like some duplicate weird wording or scene or something. She's like, "Why does it do this?" And we're like, "Ah, we were gonna shoot it that way, but <laughs> uh, fix it. We'll we'll change yeah. it now." Um, I don't know. I think for me. Like, just from, like, the director perspective, like, camera work and stuff. I don't know. I feel like we really did nail... I mean, we got the award for what I set out for last time. So, in terms of the process that I had, I thought the editing went really well. 
I agree with David, like having the workload broken up, either having someone work in the off hours in between while, you know, mm. that nighttime, get like a third shift, uh, somebody just to put in like three to four hours would have made a huge difference on the editing side. Um, or finding a way to work with proxies who are like copies of the project essentially, where one person can do the coloring, one person can do the audio, and not just sync the audio, but like actually work with audio and do uh, make the voices sound better, add uh, Foley noise or ADR. So like if somebody's walking, like it, it actually sounds like footsteps. It's not just what was baked into the microphone. Um, birds flying around, like helping with the world building, um, uh, just world building in general of like having someone really focus on like set and clothing and location scouting would be really helpful. Like, mm -hmm. let's find a way to make the world feel more real. I mean, our shots were great, but we were still kind of like making those up as we were going and the angles and stuff. But uh, I just want the world to feel more real. We were just watching Free Guy the other day and it was like this CG world, like you know it's fake, like it's very transparently fake, like this video game world that they're inside of and the same thing with ready player one but you feel immersed in it and i think our film did a great job of immersion through like you know the shots and the story was pretty good but like that was about it like there wasn't a lot of extra noise there wasn't things that really like solidified and grounded you in this as like a viewer in the in the place um i hope that we were able to get some different options for genre to try something new yes because if we get the same two options next year i'd be a little disappointed just because i want to find like you know we did it like we we made a successful romance film for the most part like i would i would say we kind of ticked that box it's like i want to try you know western or horror or sci-fi or something that requires a little more world building and if we're prepared and we have the we get the producer work going and the gears turning it's like i think we probably could turn something around in 48 hours if we're organized because we got that down now it's like we could do something that seems like as you're watching it it feels real and then towards the end of it you're like wait they made this in 48 hours like it felt like something different and i think that was yes. the biggest gap between what we produced this year in the award winner from last year like their sets that they had their uh their their costumes and and um their uh, use of uh practical props and pro practical effects they, they used a lot of like uh, lighting to make things seem distant it was basically like an alien superpower sci-fi thriller type of movie they were able to use a lot of practical things to build this world up and it's like wow like this kid got abducted by aliens and i totally believe it and it seemed legit like it didn't seem like a a cheap you know high school project with you and your buddies like it it looked like a, a real proof of concept for a upcoming trailer or something yes so yeah world building i'd like that let's build some worlds build them <laughs> build them big build them tall let's see if i got anything else relevant to this before we hop off um uh, you want to end it on a fun story? Sure. Before you fly? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Fun. Fun now. Not so much then. Um, so uh, Tristan and I learned a valuable lesson the other day. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. So um, one of the things that we do a lot of, for those of you who do not know, we do a lot of real estate uh, photo and video. Um, a lot of it. Um, so much. So much. And we've recently kind of gotten in, into the world of commercial properties. Um, and I, we, we got the opportunity to go shoot a commercial property um, in Martinsville. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we, we fly the drone a lot. Uh, we have a lot of experience with that. Yeah. Um, so award-winning shots with the drone. Yes. Cinematography. <laughs> um, so, you know, we show up, uh, you know, we, we always do preliminary stuff. So I do my preliminary research. We look at, you know, what, what the site map looks like. We, you know, we look at what's surrounding it and we, we felt pretty good about it. So we go and, uh, we had already done, you know, almost a battery's worth of flying, which is, you know, 20 plus minutes, yeah. 30, 30 plus minutes, maybe. So yeah, a good, good deal of flying already. So Tristan, uh, takes the, takes the wheel on the first one. He goes up there and, and grabs some, uh, you did the video first. So, yep. and then, so then I grabbed it, did some photo work. I'm literally, you know, up getting ready to pull this thing out of the sky and Tristan and I are walking towards my car, which we had parked in a vacant lot. Um, there's a lot of buildings around there that aren't used anymore. So, you know, we were walking over to the car. And as soon as we're getting probably about 10 feet away from the car, um, this truck comes out of nowhere and slams on his brakes and slides in front of my car. Thought he was going to hit my car and gets out and is just screaming at us. Uh, profanity, you know, whatever he could think to say. And he's telling us that we could have killed somebody and this and that. And we're just like, whoa. I mean, neither Tristan nor I are really hotheads. Nah. Um, it's not one of those things where, you know, we're not looking for confrontation. And, we're, and if somebody's looking for it, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to facilitate it. Yeah. Um, so a guy comes up to us and is just losing his mind. We're like, what is the deal? And he's like, you know, my name is so-and-so. And there's a there's a, an airport back here. And you could have killed somebody. And it's like. You know, I'm, I'm like, whoa, dude, like there's flight maps and all these things that, you know, if I'm in a area that I'm not supposed to fly, it tells me I can't fly. Like, sorry, yeah. sorry, man. It's the, the software in our drones are pretty foolproof and it's for the drone comp- manufacturer's protection. They don't want people wrecking drones into planes. Yeah. It looks bad for them. No, we don't want it either. <laughs> and as creators, you know, like running a company, we don't want that bad rapport either. So in combination of the company helping us out with flight maps and making sure our drone doesn't fly in no-fly zones and us checking maps and making sure we're not flying in no-fly zones we've never had an issue like this where someone confronts us and tells us that we're in the wrong and then of course being the first time uh, it catches us off a little a little bit off guard and we're like wait did we screw up like what did we do Right. And that's the thing is, you know, we, we follow the guidelines as close as we possibly can. So it's like put insurance, put part 107 aside. Like this is one of those things where, you know, in the moment you're like, Hey, look, I've checked my boxes. So relax, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we always look for visual cues too. Cause you don't know. And we don't, you know, you, you, you watch your visibility. We don't fly above 400 feet. Like there's the things that you, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, like I've checked my boxes here, dude. And so, you know, he loses his mind on us. He, you know, there's this whole, he, he tried to touch your car. He tried to touch my car, which I mean, you know, it's touching my personal property. And, um, you know, there's the, and I was like, look, I get it, but you can, you can handle this in a different way. Like you're going to need to step away from our personal property yeah. and let us handle this. I'm sorry, but you need to back up and, and, and go away. Actually, he was 
over the age of 45. Yes. Um, he's, he's old enough to speak civilly. It wasn't some young kid, you know, it was, it was somebody that's experienced life long enough to know how to talk to another human being. Old enough to know better. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, there's, there's truth to that though. You know, it's like, and I, and I get it. You walk up to us and it seems to be the case. It's just like, yeah, you look young and people treat you a certain way. It's not like we were walking around. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> Two stupid kids with the robot flying in the sky. Yeah, take a picture of my lamb. I mean, he treated us as if uh, it's one of those news stories where like two kids are walking around with airsoft guns in the middle of town and like you could have, you know, someone could have shot you or, you know, it could have ended violently. Like he was treating us as if we were inexperienced and we didn't know what we were doing, but we had checked everything prior and he was just... Uh, he acted as if we were doing it maliciously, like we were going out of our way to put someone in danger. And it was just a very weird situation to be in. Yes, and you fully have the ability to fly around these private airports because we're talking a strip of cornfield that has been cut down to a point where they can fly in and out. Yeah, if you look at it from a um, like a Google Maps or GIS map or anything like that, and you look down, it is a patch of grass. It is a long strip of a patch of grass with cornfields around it. So from the air, we do not see an airport, like as we're flying around getting our footage and uh, our photos, like it, it didn't stand out. It didn't appear on um, any of our maps or radars or anything as uh, contested airspace or anything like right, that. Right, right. So anyway, so lost his mind on us and we just, we couldn't believe, I mean, he, he ended up literally just like stopping and he got in his car and then he never said anything more to us and then he left and it was so weird because, I mean, we weren't like, get, get out of here, are you old man, like, yo, kook, like, we we weren't, we just kind of minded our own business and I had a job to finish so I walked off and just started working and he just got in his car and left and he, he called our client, unfortunately, um, for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, our client wasn't having it, and and uh, that was a whole different uh, reaction than what we had. So I mean, you know, yeah, we we we're, went we're through not, all things. We're not hot headed, but in this situation, our client was more than willing to tell this accuser off in a, a <laughs> plethora of sentence enhancers. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we had a giggle about that just because you know. It was not a cool situation for him mm-hmm. to treat us like he did. Um, and we talked to some other professionals afterwards as well. Yes. And they're like, I would have done something questionable in that situation. Yeah. I'm surprised you handled it that well. And it's exactly. like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> but just like anything, just like 48 hour, um, you know, good things are born out of necessity. And it was after that uh, encounter, you know, we you know, we, we went back and looked at our processes just to make sure that we were, you know, following the right guidelines and being smart. What can smart. we learn from this situation? Yes. <laughs> so we found a, a really cool app um, made by Aloft and it's uh, it's called Before You Fly and it's a B and a number four and then, you know, a U, uh, like hipsters, the letter fly. kids. I know. Wow. Can't spell. Um, and uh, it, it does outline a little bit further than what we had. Um, but again... <laughs> you have the clear to fly around a private airport like that. 
and the guy he wasn't the owner of the land you know yeah. there's there's all of these things that come into play later on that we found out that you know he was we were fully within our rights to be doing what we were doing because we checked our boxes right and he was not right. so and in that situation it's good because it helped us become more informed so if we're ever in that situation again we aren't as concerned about are we in the wrong because we mm. will know for certain because up to that point, we assumed we were in the right based on our, our previous knowledge, but um, having a, uh, what is the, the name of the aviation that approves flight maps? I can't remember it, but the people. The FAA? The FAA, yeah. The ones that actually make the maps, if we're abiding by the FAA in their flight maps, then we have absolutely no concerns on our end. And if someone ever confronted us again, we can show them these maps and not just the ones that we checked before we went out and flew we'll actually have something live that we can show them yes now in his defense if he had talked to us rationally we could have had a good conversation on it because we were flying right over an airport yes which is you know not a great thing no. however there also were no airplanes taking off or landing during the time we were up and normally whenever we hear or see any other aviation vehicle, aircraft, whatever, flying around, and we're at our 400 feet, we'll start to bring it down or clear the airway so that we're not a problem. So the whole time we were up, we were looking for planes. I mean, we were looking for airports. <laughs> we, were, we were looking for large birds, uh, and there was none. So it was a, it was a, uh, a, a mountain of a molehill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a non-problem. It was a teachable moment, and had he explained it to us in a rational easy to understand and less uh, elevated tone. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could have learned it from him instead of having to research the additional information on our own. But you know what, either way, we got we learned the lesson at the end of the day. Yeah, and had a crazy story because gosh, we just, we the things, we wish we would have been filming otherwise on the ground because holy crap, like you can't. <sighs> you couldn't make it up. I thought no. it was just like some country guy that was really excited to take his truck out that day because he came <laughs> flying over that hill at like 70. And it was a, it was a good little hill. Oh and yeah. He, he comes over up to a T, like the hill and the T are within like, 20 feet apart so he's flying over the hill at like 50 he slams on his brakes drifts over the the t rocks uh the t intersections rocks and then cuts back again and like does this little s turn and then like whips up right next to our car all within like three seconds i was like dude this guy's <laughs> gonna kill someone oh and yeah we're sitting there laughing and then he gets out of our vehicle and starts to confront us and we're like wait he says we're gonna kill somebody and he's going nuts and the funniest part was after he leaves he gets in his vehicle and he starts to pull away while on his phone texting and i was like the irony <laughs> the irony we're gonna kill a, a pilot you know and in quote of what he said we're gonna kill a pilot one you know the airspace is up down left right all around you know, him on his phone in the middle of a road, like he's got like 15 feet of not hitting someone. <laughs> uh, what a guy. Yeah. I so. hope he's doing well and I hope he gets his blood pressure checked. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you said teachable moment, like the other teachable side was from us. Because, you know, when I talk to this other industry professional, you know, he has a lot more experience in this, in this field because uh, mm -hmm. he's actually... A fully licensed pilot to fly aircraft you know not unmanned <laughs> not drones um, yeah and, he, and he's been jumping forever and he's he's in the military so he gets it and he was like the those people are scared 
you know, he's just playing devil advocate because they don't know. They don't understand the technology. Yeah. And it would have been a great opportunity to have been able to educate both sides yeah. um, in, in, in what was going on. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. that's the unfortunate part, but you know. Now we know. Whatever. Whatever, bro. Now you're armed with knowledge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, there you well, go. Plus our realtor was friends with the guy that actually owned the airport land, which was nice. Yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what, yeah, what there a, you go. What a great day. What a great podcast. Uh, if you liked, uh, liked this video, like it. If you want to see more, hit the subscribe button. And if you have a teachable moment... Put it in the comment section. Maybe we can learn something from you. Yes. And oh. if you're listening, not watching, subscribe on whatever service you're using and come back and check us out every week. So, um, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. Peace out. Later, Gators. Don't forget, go check out Nuts About You. Nuts About You by Italian. <laughs> boop, boop. David, I'm so proud of you. I'm more proud of you. David, I'm the most proud I'm of you. I'm proud of me more.